This episode of Let's Meet is made possible by Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey, a contemporary take on a classic American frontier food, and mmm, it's delicious. Stake your claim at 1201 Broadway in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. Phone number 513-381-2666. Website boomtownbiscuitsandwhiskey.com. Hello. Yeah. Let's meet. Welcome. Hi. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Nice to meet you. Hey. Let's Howdy. meet. Hey, bro. Hi. On the 53rd episode of Let's Meet Part 2 of 3, Mark covers all apostrophe restaurants. We'll do a deep dive into the life of Chuck Chili. Mark will never eat another hot dog. Find out why. Do you have to live so relentlessly in the real world, Mark? <laughs> okay, so uh, we've 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 done the blog. Now we've done the music thing. <laughs> Have we? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's a role. I think I've said enough about it. So, with your blog, though, was yeah. this uh, just local restaurants here in Cincinnati? Yeah, it was, so at the time, it was really funny. It was before I met my fiance, and at the time, I was yeah. It was only it was weird. I was only Applebee's, Apple's O Charlie's, Chili's, Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> well, all closing the, out at Hooters, I just would like all of the <laughs> exactly all of the apostrophe s restaurants. That's the move. Cheddar's. <laughs> Chili's. <laughs> you're like, is this you know, that? That's a weird trend I'd never thought about. Yeah. You're like, and is it? Do you think they're supposed? To, am I supposed to believe that there's someone with the last name of Chili that owns the Chili's establishment? Well, not well, anymore. Yeah. It's Charles. Not anymore. Down. Charles Chili. <laughs> Good old Chuck Chili and his old. Yeah. He was really known for fajitas and burgers. And don't forget our, you know, triple dipple margarita. All the same place. I don't know. Yeah, it's all, it's all, all the same place. Try now, two for ten. All right. Both so yeah, all local restaurants. So it was. It was when I first started, I mean, it's been about six years now. Because I've been with Lindsay like five, almost five years, four years, something like that. Yeah. As the horror, the existential dread sits in. Like, <laughs> but no, I started it because I really wanted to move out of town because I was like just kind of starting to do a little bit of the acting thing and was really trying to push hard on the film career. Yeah. And at the time, Cincinnati was getting occasional movies, but not like it is now. And it was kind of that weird point where I was like, oh, there's no viable future for me really here in this field unless I luck into a job like I ended up lucking into. Yeah. Ah, because I very much was like the producer writer type. I'm definitely not like the camera operator. You know, I'm a big picture person in the group. And that's why I I think that's why our little group of creatives work so well. So the food blog, my idea was I was like, I'm leaving Cincinnati and I want to try out all these cool new restaurants that had shown up. It was like places like Senate, Atavala, although I never made it to Senate, funny enough. I still haven't. Yeah. It's hot dogs. But it was like Atavala. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was at with it. I was like, and, and the terrible story, my ex-girlfriend, that was her favorite food. She actually ate them cold. It was so weird. But uh, that was her favorite food. So I kind of have this weird mental block where I'm like, I'm never eating another hot dog as long as I live if I can make that happen. Like, it's terrible. I also now can't drink Dr. Pepper. I and no, I wanted to hit all these spot, hot spots, and so all these cool places were popping up, and I figured, oh, this would be a fun opportunity. And I, yeah. you know, I think a lot of people were like, oh, you're doing this to get free food, and I'm like, that would have been awesome, but I actually barely think I got paid for any of that because I really wanted a real experience, so I didn't tell anybody until the meal was over usually. Like, oh, you've been taking notes. What for? I'm like, oh, I've been writing a food blog about this, but I didn't want you to treat me like I was writing a food blog where you'd right. be like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. We got 10 extra appetizers. You better try them all. Right. You know, I'm like, That's awesome if that's set up in advance, but in the moment, I just would rather see 
all right, who am I getting? Like, is, is the staff I'm dealing with, are they able to keep their outside problems at the door while I'm sitting here trying to also forget that I have problems in life? <laughs> you know what problems. I mean? Like, they, they, you know what I mean? Like, yes. uh, little things like that. So, yeah, I wanted to hit all the local spots. And I kept, kept thinking, I was like, if this turns into something, maybe we can go outside of the area, which is kind of where the uh, guys, Guy Fieri show came in. It was an extrapolation on this. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I was there. And then, yeah, I've been, I, so now I'm kind of cooking up a new local idea because, well, filmmaking's in here and it looks like that is actually going to happen for me yeah it's a weird thing to say out loud because i thought for the longest time that i really i was starting to say before about our dreams dying that <laughs> you kind of have this thing about like when you get when to you that crushing point. all of our spirits well and i there's a quote i love the show peep show it's like a british comedy i'm always quoting but there's some quote and one of the characters name is mark and it's often unfortunately speaks to me but the quote was do you have to live so relentlessly in the real world mark and i think about that all the time <laughs> sometimes i feel about the dream thing where i'm like yeah i wanted to be a filmmaker i wanted to be a filmmaker since i was a little kid but at some point i was like oh things haven't really panned out for me and okay well whatever i'm like happy enough and it's fine but now i you know we last year we i'm sorry to jump ahead and uh but last year we jumped into the short film making thing and then we came out with a bunch of awards with our first little short we shot yeah. in a weekend you know and it was called the short it's called chiluminati it is a it's about charles it, chili charles chili himself <laughs> uh it's a it's a comedic conspiracy thriller about cincinnati chili Oh. And, uh, yeah, I think my favorite part is getting to, uh, I got to chili board one of my best friends, which was really exciting. Like, like waterboarding, water but yeah. chili. And yeah, Dick exactly. Cheney saw that, and he went crazy. Yeah, apparently chili boarding was a safe word. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, I like not so safe now. Yeah, chili yeah. <laughs> Cincinnati chili is the only chili that you could actually do that with. Oh, for sure. Exactly. It's the only yeah, one running enough. Yeah, and which we found out because we bought really, we didn't buy, because Cincinnati chili is like $7 a can, so we bought. You know, like 79 cent Kroger hot dog sauce instead, which was still too thick. So it was kind of a nightmare. We shoved it in a blender. Well, we also realized that once we got on a set. Yes. Exactly. How much water can we add to this can before it's weird? I just want to state for the record, Cincinnati chili is disgusting. I hate it. I just want want it out there. I don't want to talk about it. All All the seven people who are listening... I don't want you to at me or whatever it is you do. I will only <laughs> want you to at me. hate Cincinnati chili. Michael hates Cincinnati chili. There it is. And I it's as a here. as Hashtag a native Michael hates Cincinnati chili. As an assimilated native, I will say it's the worst. That's the one thing as a non-native I really took to weirdly here. I like I hate La- I will die on the sword that I will fight the LaRosa's family to oh. the death with my bare hands for that nightmare travesty that they call pizza. It's terrible. Oh, that sauce. Don't like it. Well, they have new artisan pizza. Have you had that? Oh yeah, well you can't spell artisanal without anal and that's what it smells like. No, their pizza always legitimately it always smells like it always smells like vomit to me. Every time it's been served, I remember that being like I'm like what did somebody get sick? They're like, no, that's the roses. I'm like, we just disgusting. Pour, we pour orange juice on top of your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Here at La Rocha's. That's it. Ugh, I just, <laughs> that's what all, all vomit smells like is orange juice and pizza. It's orange juice and like baked provolone, aged. Ugh. It's bacon. so bad, I just can't get into it. It's and if you aged. like it, it's leftover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quote age. Like, we dry age. I'm like, you left it in an open container. We left it out. Yeah, this is what we do. We just cut the mold off, dude. It's fine. You know? <laughs> I, uh, and we put it on your pizza. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's a, Well, if you cook in the pizza oven long off, it's like enough to kill the bacteria. Probably, bro. Anyway, I'm kicking the hacky sack. I have a weird... I won't tell that one on air. Never mind. I'll tell, remind me to tell you my bad pizza story the other day. I don't want to besmirch a pizza place's good name. Before the blog comes Before out. I sent the yeah. weird 
weird email to the manager to be like, this was a very uncomfortable situation that you should probably be cool. aware of, but I don't want to post this on social media. I'm excited. Um, but the Cincinnati Chili <laughs> thing, I, uh, I, I know, I, I dug into it. And my thing for the longest time, though, is I think what they've done incorrectly is call it chili. Because to locals, it is chili. But to anybody that's ever had chili, it's wet meat sauce. It's a meat sauce. And yeah. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, it's a really bad. Uh, Pasta sauce. Yeah, that's all. That's yeah, all exactly. What did you look outside for? I don't know. Is someone listening? The Illuminati is here. I warned you already. I made an award-winning short about what we're talking it's, about. Here. It's a really bad. Pause. Look outside. Yeah, I went meat sauce. I made mm. an under seven-minute short. I'll have you know, award-winning about these kind of problems. Uh, no, I. Uh, the apartment's bugged. <laughs> move it with, with a giant microphone. Go, 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 go. Why do you keep reading details into that sunflower? <laughs> Uh, why, are you, why are you wearing a sunflower? <laughs> I love Delia's. Takes up your I whole... love Details Magazine. Those two things. Uh, I got the sunflower from Delia's. Well, I've, I've thought about the, the rebranding the chili thing for the longest time. And Gold Star, like I kept thinking, like did I tweet this at them a bunch? But Gold Star Chili actually did that. So now most, if not all, Gold Stars are not called Gold, Gold Star Chili anymore. Now, I don't think it's for the same reason that I did. I think it's because they want to peddle shitty deli sandwiches and probably bad burgers <laughs> instead of just chili. But I think if they just changed it to Skyline instead of Skyline Chili, non-natives would, I think, be way more willing to give it a pass if that makes sense like I can understand you still yeah. not liking it but I think so much of that immediate re- like knee jerk reaction of hate I think is based purely on the that's not chili that's like half of it you're like oh that's not chili it doesn't taste like chili no right. it just tastes like meat and spices it's actually not bad and cheese yeah exactly that's really it that's all you're eating for it's sure noodles, it's slop it's drunk food it's, <laughs> it, you know, it's like once I think a big thing in life is setting proper expectations. This is why I'm a very blunt person. People often take it as rude or curt or mean. Mm-hmm. I never mean it in an ill way, but I also hate repeating myself. And I just feel like if I'm like, hey, this is a problem, let's not do this anymore, is a way quicker result here. So this is one of those things where I think if you were to set the audience's expectations, to be like, hey, listen, I know 99% of the planet doesn't refer to this goop as chili. You know what I mean? It's like a totally yeah. different product. Maybe we shouldn't do that. It's a Coke and Pepsi, right? Like, right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I think about that all the time. And I'm like, oh, they should do this. And they should rebrand, which is where the whole joke came from. Because as a kid, well, kid, quote unquote, I always thought to myself, why are there two major chains for a product that literally doesn't, doesn't exist, exist outside anywhere. of the 275 <laughs> loop? Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, I bet they're the same people. And it's all yeah. owned by one people. It's a chili mafia. And they own both restaurants. <laughs> and they created this to drive supply and demand between the two because all these idiot locals are just going to fight. Oh, Gold Star's terrible. No, Skyline's the bad one. And I, I'm like, no. from the same thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One's just a little thicker. You know? And the only difference to me I can tell is that I'm pretty sure Gold Star cooks their spaghetti in sweat. That's the only difference. I don't know what it is. It tastes like sweat. Sometimes I'm into that. The, the weirdest conversation I had at work one day was I was talking to somebody. I was like, yeah, we don't have Gold Star, you know, back where I used to, like, where I grew up. Yeah. And he goes, well, where do you get your chili fix? And I was like, what's that? Like, yeah. Is my, that a thing? My mother went to the grocery and, and bought made, all the stuff chili. that yeah. chili. chili. And then yeah. it was actually chili. Yeah. Right. It was, like, thick. And then sometimes we would have it over Fritos. I can get into that. Which is not, you know, a normal. I remember it always being over rice. Exotic. 
that was what I remember as a kid was the rice thing. And I don't know. Um, we lived in Oklahoma for a little while. That's like super and I remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember thinking way, that was weird. Way better than Fritos. Except for the arsenic and the rice. Arsenic and old no, rice. The, the, right? the Fritos one sounds awesome. We recently. The, are, my favorite one lately is I did like roasted potatoes, almost like not quite like French fry ish, but kind of in that ballpark. Yeah. So yeah, I almost yeah, made like chili cheese fries out of like a real chili recipe. Yes. Sorry, Skyline. I don't mean to dog you like that, but a real but chili. It's too late now. But listen, the reality is I have to describe it for the audience who are Cincinnati into a chili. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this out on the entire country of Chile. <laughs> um, so that's my that's my chili rant, I guess. It's great. It was great. Perfect. Poignant. All of those things. So yeah. seven minutes of that. Yeah, I think okay. just just trim whatever. That's like one part of the episode. You're like, oh, this is the chilly nightmare, <laughs> a walking wet cheesy nightmare. It's like no, living your, with me. But your short was great. It was Thank funny. You, I appreciate it. Was that. A lot of fun. I really liked it because it, it made sense. It makes sense locally. Yeah, if I, we tried to do that thing where I kept also thinking, and, I, and the one thing I was the most proud about in writing it. Yeah, and other people wrote it too, but like one of the things I made sure to do is I was like, going back to the Back to the Future 2 thing, mm-hmm. is that Spielberg and Robert Zemeckis in the Back to the Future franchise, I think, do like some of the best like classic, I don't, wanna, I don't mean standard in a bad way, but just like standard storytelling things you should just do, okay? So I wanted that to play outside of Cincinnati, okay? So, so did somebody accidentally maybe fall in love with their mother? Or vice versa? <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that because if um, you put that, if we could not this. talk about my mother in this, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, we had classic storytelling. We had well, we had a couple of people in the first screening we had at Esquire that were not from Cincinnati, and so I had this bit. It's like a It was one of those just silly things. I'm like a throwaway. I <laughs> to preface, I spend way too much of my life reading. Part of the reason I'm not out at your shows is because I'm literally reading or like taking a class or watching a YouTube. Welcome to Bullshit on. Corner with Mark. It's Forrest. really not though. Ask my fiance; <laughs> she kind of hates it. But literally, it's all like, oh, how, so what are the elements of storytelling? What makes a story interesting? Or reading it. like Shane Black just posted this article that he wrote in like '93 or something like that about, or excuse me, it was '99 about the state of action filmmaking. Like that is literally what I do with all my free time when I'm saying yeah. no to events. Ah. Uh, and where was I going with this? I totally you could, you could totally read that at our shows. It would be amazing. Yeah, we're, we don't we're totally, care. totally laid back. I heard that would be oddly okay with <laughs> you. <laughs> Shameless plug. Tonight's episode was sponsored by Oddly Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, I was talking about storytelling and um, oh, in those movies they set up certain little things. So what I thought was super silly is that the whole time people are like. Pretty much me and the other director will go back and forth, not in a bad way, but we'll go back and forth where I might be overtly confident Mm -hmm. and, in my opinion, right. (laughs) And he is definitely like the courtesy now in a good way, right? And I think that's part of the, again, one of those things that make us work well together because you got a little balance there. Good cop, better cop. And uh, exactly. (laughs) And he and I were kind of like, I was like, I really want this to do something because, you know, whatever. And I think that Cincinnati Chili is enough of a, like, kind of a weird meme outside of the area that you could probably say Cincinnati-style chili and someone might be like, oh, that's disgusting. Right. And that's fine. That's all the information you really need. So at the beginning of ours, our little short, we just set up this thing like, man, Cincinnati loves chili. And I'm like, oh, that's really weird that you're a mechanic telling me about chili. And he's just like, they have over 225 parlors and blah, blah, blah. They've served it since then. You know, some people around here don't even consider it chili. 
So it was like one of those things where I was like, oh, that's an, all the information the audience needs yeah. to get that there's something going on, that there's local chains. Yeah, and he, and he like talks about it. He's like, there's two major local chains, blah, blah, whatever. And it's just enough that if you're watching this and you've never had Cincinnati Chili, hopefully you can get through the story and be like, okay, it's just about two fat idiots. That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's like all my scripts. All yeah. are. I, mean, yeah, I mean, I know the jerky boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come over with my tools, you jackass. I loved the Jerky Boys growing up. Oh, really? I'm not surprised. Be still my beating heart. I'm, the, well, they're from your uh, area of the world. That right? is true. Yeah, yeah. Are they, are I they think from they're New York. 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 Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's close enough. I literally was like 45 Once minutes again, across the river. Enough. Yeah, literally <laughs> going way, way back. What brought you to Cincinnati from New Jersey? Just my dad's work. We were. I was just still young enough to move with the family, so he moved to work for what was then Federated Department Stores, which is now Macy's. Macy's. Is, I guess just Macy's and Blue. Details, but You're a real he fancy did. Uh, lady. He did real estate stuff for them. He does like commercial real estate, so it was a good get for him. And then uh, he had the opportunity to dip out, and he's been going ever since. So smooth mm, moves in that. Yeah. <laughs> but he's he waiting went, for that address. He also I'm kidding. It's a, not, that bad, not that bad at all. Uh, he doesn't even smoke cigarettes. It was weird that he went out for them once and oh. never came back. Well, he did go. No. <laughs> he did go fishing with Eddie Vedder. That is one of my favorite stories. Yes, and I, I still have not produced a photo for you, but he also. Yeah. I don't. Not in a bad way. We just don't talk very often. And he's in California, which makes it difficult. But yes, uh, with he so yeah. he was in Seattle for a long time. And one of his like good friends that he worked with out there was one of Vetter's roommates in college. And he's always hung out. He's like, yeah, my old roommate, Ed. I mean, he was just some guy. And then my dad <laughs> meets him. Yeah, but seriously, like it was one of those where they went out. They were doing some like what? It's like one of those. I joke. I was like, oh, classic old white guys where they were like whale fishing or shark fishing or something. <laughs> off like it, whale, fishing. <laughs> whale fishing. Wrong word. Uh, but you're like, classic yeah, white guys. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It was like one of those things where I was like, oh, Martha, I'm going whale fishing. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Where I was like, oh, you all have too much money, probably. <laughs> yes. And I uh, went out to do that. And it, I, it, he showed us his picture. He's like, oh, it's, that's uh, Mark's old. His name is Mark, too, the friend. So it's yeah. Mark's old roommate, Ed. And I kept thinking, I was like, man, that dude looks so familiar to me because he's old now. And I'm, I'm not a big Pearl Jam guy. And so I just kind of haven't kept up with him. So I didn't know. And I was like, Man, he looks familiar, and he just my dad's doing that like shitty smirk that I do all the time when I think something's funny, and I'm waiting to lay that punchline out. Pretty much the way I've been looking at both of you the entire time of this podcast. Any better? Yeah, and I was like, who's that? Yeah, exactly. I should have gotten him good. That would have been awesome, but yeah. yeah. By the way, that smirk that you've been giving us, I'm expecting a big, big finale. Yeah, (laughs) there's going to be a turn somewhere. You and my fiance both. (laughs) Fantastic. That's All right, awesome. so you've got you're you're doing the shorts now. Is yep. in your is this your focus now? The the film, I think that is. I think it was that weird thing where we've been kind of working on it behind the scenes for the last couple of years, and then now that I know it's really a thing, and that we kind of. You know, we're lucky because I do commercial video production by day. So it's not like we're we're obviously technically skilled enough to keep working. Mm-hmm. So I feel I always felt good about that. I'm like, oh, and I literally waste all of my free time learning about storytelling and and dissecting other movies to be like, oh, what works about this? Why does why is this movie a classic? And this one that's also pretty good is not really revered that way. Like all those kinds of things. I'm like borderline problematically obsessed. But I also think that'll probably hopefully make my work shine at some point. But I've kind of been in that weird point where because I'm a blunt person, because I'm like kind of no bullshit and I just, I don't know, like this is really me. And I know Tim and you and I are just meeting for the first time. And I know Michael will vouch for this. But like the, this is it. Like there's no 
there's no secret about this. There's nothing else. Like what I'm telling you is what, how it is for me. I, I feel really strong about my integrity in that regard. And so it's like that. Now, I guess anyway, the point is that now that it's gotten to this point where I feel like we can actually do something, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'm, I'm in. You know, we did yeah. our first film festival and I was like, wow, I can't believe we got selected for this. And then played with some serious heavy hitters like a night of our show to the point that I was like, do you like me as a person? And that's why this got such good staging, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sort of being facetious in saying that, but it was just no. It seemed good for the. I mean, the event was here in Cincinnati, so that didn't hurt. But I think I was telling you before. I'm right now secretly working on a little animated project. I've actually been on it for like the last couple of months. We teamed up with a an older author. He's a sci-fi writer. I won't say his name or anything yet. I don't want to too tie him into this, but. Uh, He's won a couple of Hugo Awards, and he published this piece a long time ago. I saw it online, and so I just reached out to him. I was like, hey, I got this animator I work with sometimes, and he wants to not just do YouTube videos. And now that I kind of think I have an idea, at least a little bit, and please don't mistake that as like confidence there. Really, just that I'm like starting to learn the ropes. Yeah. I was like, hey, let's make something cool together. And so yeah. we had this little short. It's like I think it'll probably end up being just a couple minutes, but it's uh, a little sci-fi, a little comedy. And then, uh, but we're also going into production on a live action piece here in a couple weeks, which I am really, really excited about. And yeah. where do you plan on filming that? That is so. What's uh, what's kind of funny because we have we're in that micro budget category, which is a fancy way to say that we're all self-funded. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, it's like everybody's working for free at this point. We're kind of it's like we're in the weird that's, growing that's really like part. The most fun time though. I think so. I, we're having this I mean, weird. It really is. I kind of. I, I don't know if you're being sarcastic. I'm not. Like, okay. No, <laughs> no, no Mark. Cool. Because Mark, like, I totally. Tim is serious. Okay. I I <laughs> agree with you, secrets. guys. Yeah, that's what you keep your hair for. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I agree. He's with a real that. Samson with his brain. Oh, <laughs> he cut brains. his hair. He loses his secrets. That's good though, right? No, oh, transatlantic. <laughs> let's bring let's do the whole rest of the episode that way like 1950s day oh no I'm out already yeah. <laughs> that's upsetting to me I apologize for bringing it up no it's okay yeah something about filming yeah you're so on the low budget. budget oh low budget yeah being in the micro budget and though yeah I, I agree with you I think this is a weirdly fun time because we're that we're kind of at that point that I think if this one does well because like I don't want to say anything about the plot because if I pretty much if I say too much, it's one of those that I think will ruin the experience when you get to watch it. But it's a it's a fairly short piece. We're my is, goal is it here. Like a sixth sense. Not <laughs> quite. It's definitely more like this is my attempt to do in like kind of Black Mirror though. Okay, oh. I'd say that's a good good relation to it. It's a so it could be literally anything. Kind of. Yeah, I, I, I'll say I only much. saw the first episode, and I'm really hoping it's not like that. So the short is about a, uh, a failing marriage that is like in the midst of falling apart when the two the couple is caught in the midst of a quarantine. That is not all that it seems. And uh, yeah, I'm really really excited about it. Like it's one of those ones that we've like spent the last few months on. We wrote the script. I think we're on like the sixth or seventh draft of the script, which is. I find I don't know I like I keep I've been interested this last year because I've gotten to meet a lot of other filmmakers now to see how they work and I think something I always like to do it's probably part of the reason I spend so much time on YouTube and reading this stuff is I think half of it is learning what other people have done yeah and everybody's process is like yeah absolutely different oh, yeah. every time I'm on a set I'm just like huh there, you know obviously there's a lot of things that are the same but like well think about it like recording music right like every studio I've ever worked in the process has been slightly different right like yeah there's a couple things that stay the same like usually drums always get tracked first right little things like that yeah and that's kind of how I felt about filmmaking but it's just like more like interpersonal dynamics and so something that I think I think it's my confidence and then 
resultant enthusiasm from like, yeah, this is going to be amazing. Like, I know it's going to be amazing. I've read the script. Yeah. And it's one of those things that I think that that helps keep everybody's mood strong. And that's that's one like, man, it, it cracks me up when I work on a commercial or something like that. And everybody's just buttoned up and like almost angry. And I'm like, man. I waited my entire life just to be on one of these sets. Like, how in the hell? Even if you have the worst job, how are you that mad? <laughs> and I get it. They're long hours. And it sucks. And, like, you know, I'm, again, I have a comfortable job where I'm doing, like, a 40-hour video work week. And it is not particularly strenuous. And I'm sure working as a grip on a movie, you're probably pulling 16-plus-hour days and everybody's yelling all the time. Yeah. So it's, like, that weird thing where it's, like, it's this constant chaotic cycle. So for me, I'm, like, we've been trying to do, even with a little bit of money we're putting into this next one ourselves... I'm like, small crew. Like, the less people, that means less bullshit. And, yeah, you might miss out on some things like, oh, we don't have, like, an assistant director and a technical director and, like, all these, like, extra spots, which are very helpful and important roles. Don't get me wrong. But the reality of the situation is we're shooting, like, a three-person script in one location at our friend's house to answer, actually answer your question from yeah. five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> one of our friend's houses. Because, yeah, because we have no budget. We're like, okay, most everything we're writing or doing is all, like, what what do we have access to? You know, so like the Chuluminati thing was like, okay, we have a room in our at Kogan's house, so we're gonna do this here, and we're gonna do this here at Kogan's house. Uh, we're gonna shoot a scene outside of the Super Bowl that we just happened to be where we were editing. You know, because yeah. yeah. we were like, oh, we need that shit or that shot. Shit, okay, uh, go in the parking lot and get it. That kind of stuff. Yeah, and so I think we're kind of trying to bring that same, not quite as running down. Like we want to be prepared, but we also want to be kind of like light on our feet. If well, that makes sense. Are you in the need for a couple of 39-year-old extras with Mutt and Jeff body types? Why not? <laughs> I think here we are. Or a drone. Yes. Preferably. I don't have a drone. Oh, oh, I thought you meant you wanted to be a drone. I want to be a drone. I could be, I could be awesome, too. Well, there's a, so it's again, it's one of those where if I say to, I'm like, yes, actually, to your question. But I can't say the – if I say any – if I'm like, yeah, you two actually would be great for these two things that I kind of need. But if I say that, it kind of says something about the script. I'll see your yes, actually, and raise you love, actually. Okay, love, actually, is great. Richard Curtis, pretty good filmmaker, understands juggling multiple plot threads. I'm telling you, I watch a lot of YouTube videos. <laughs> Let's talk about his underrated movie about time, probably one of the better time travel films in a romantic lens. Yeah, seriously. Better than better The Lake House? What is the lake house? Oh, is that the Keanu, Keanu Reeves, Reeves and yeah. I, Bullock, right? I was like, well, wait a minute, you know about time, but not the lake house. I, I, no, <laughs> because Get out like, of here. Uh, yeah, what, you don't you don't drink Mountain Dew. It and is the Mountain Dew of movies. <laughs> is it that bad? It's not. Very I remember it happening. It's like the whole thing. It's like she leaves like love letters in her mailbox, and then he finds him in the future, or vice versa. Right? That's that movie. Yeah, the opposite. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, Gloria watched it the other day, and I, I sat in for some of it, and I was like. This is awful. I said, you know they did a How Did This Get Made episode on this, they right? Should've. Oh, they should have. And she was like, oh, yeah, did they, they really? Did. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's great. And well, uh, we, we found that um, the Helen Hunt movie, or the After School special recently. Do you remember your daughter? Yeah. Uh, what was the, <clears throat> I don't know what the thing was. It was an After School special, you know, very much against um, Angel Dust. All right. Wow. And it was starring Helen Hunt. So look that up. I like right. how, it I like how you said very much against Angel Dust. Like it shouldn't. Like we should oh. really consider it no, as was, an option for life. That's like one of those it drugs is. that I don't even know if it exists anymore, except for on the news. Well, in Friday, you know movie mean? Friday. Yeah. Well, I, I um I say that it was very much against Angel Dust, or that was its reasoning. ASMR. <laughs> that is. Do you hear that one little blob? That was blue. Great. <laughs> yeah. We. Uh, can you isolate that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need that. Get the glove jug out. <laughs> <laughs> 
But in this in this little after school special, Helen Hunt takes that angel dust, which immediately makes you freak out, obviously. Sure. And she runs and jumps out of a two story window, lands on the ground, and like keeps running and like she's freaking out. And so it's crank. She totally survived. <laughs> yes. And so as a child, I was watching this and going, "Well, if I ever have to jump out of a window, angel dust." <laughs> so I mean, it had, it had the complete wrong effect. On me. That's awesome. Yeah, you um, just power up. Yeah, you just... Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, 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 like Mario. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? It was uh, Dave Chappelle, and he would, he broke into the window, like... <laughs> save my baby! And he breaks the window. He and steals the stereo. Steals the stereo. <laughs> that was great. That was, uh, that was great, awesome. Great sketch. Oh, man. The one that got me on the anti... And I was very much, like, not super sheltered in a bad way. <clears throat> But my parents were just like my dad. Like almost doesn't like quote party at all, and my mom just drank a little. But everybody, mostly in the family, was drinkers. But the I'm, I'll never forget. And I was always like really afraid of weed and stuff in my early ages. And the one that got me was the commercial where the kid gets stoned and he's like making pancakes. And he t- and at the time I had a Jack Russell Terrier, and the Jack Russell Terrier in the commercial is like, "Hey, dude." You know, you're not as much fun when you're stoned. And I was like, oh, yeah, but you're way more fun because the dog doesn't talk to me if I'm sober. I'm like, mm. I'm like, sorry, dog. You don't pay for, pay rent here. Like, you don't have an opinion. I clean your poop. Yeah, exactly. Like, listen, who puts the leash on who? I'm like, and don't answer. It's a rhetorical question. Please don't answer. Please don't talk about it on your dog blog. <laughs> That's my next thing. It's all dog really. It's all dog food reviews. All I'm doing. dog all the time. Today I'm trying Neutro's dry grain free blend, and it's all right. You know, <laughs> pumpkin spice dog food. Why isn't there seasonal you did dog that with like not an animated uh, dog, but somehow actually animated a real dog? I'll get Bark Morrison to do it. He'll do whatever, so, if, so long as no one else is in the house. He'll try to murder you. <laughs> he's really good he's just wild. he's like I didn't realize this I've never had a herder until Bark Morrison but uh, they are what, crazy what kind of dog is he? he's an Australian cattle dog oh. uh, mixed with a little Jack Russell too. So he's he got kind of, tail? yeah so it's because of the Jack in him he's got kind of like the weird like long leg Jack Russell like almost like deer body if that makes sense <laughs> you know what I mean it's a really weird oh I've been to Mark's house a couple times it is tense and upsetting <laughs> yeah now we literally like dancing dog. yeah that's like a great way to describe him he's like a little lanky and it's so sad because he is the sweetest dog ever and <laughs> it's like a kid who just learned how to animate and then you have to like put him in the uh... <laughs> this is what I think dogs look like the legs are bing, off screen yeah, it's a short necked giraffe right. I mean that's a, that's somewhat accurate he has a too weird of a body shape to buy Halloween costumes for as I found out repeatedly I was so welcome excited. back to dog shaming I was so excited to have a tall dog because I bought an AT-AT walker from Star Wars costume yes. I was like this is going to be so awesome and then like the one I bought him the medium one thinking like that'll be right and then that was like I don't remember if his torso was... Yeah, his torso was too short for it. And I was like, all right, it was small. But then it was like... Yeah, and then like the other way, I was like, who who sized these? So I just have this weird dog costume that has been in the trunk of my car since I got it. So that's going pretty good for me. (laughs) It's better than all the plastic water bottles that adorned my car in my teens and 20s. I'm moving on up from plastic Kirkland water bottles to dog costumes. Thank you for listening to the Let's Meet podcast. On the next episode of Let's Meet, we know you are now following Mark. As a public service, we'll show you how you, too, can unfollow Mark. For more information, please visit our website at letsmeetpodcast.com and please subscribe. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Hello. Let's meet. Hey, what you doing? Hey, hello.